Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information spectrum one is a big deal you get spectrum internet with the most reliable internet speeds free advanced wi-fi for enhanced security and privacy and a free spectrum mobile unlimited line with nationwide 5g included all while saving big for the big speed big reliability and big savings you want get spectrum one just 49.99 a month for 12 months visit spectrum.com big deal for full details Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're not fiction. We're not a book. We're fighting for real with a nuclear state that threatens to destroy the world. That's President Zelensky of Ukraine on 60 Minutes the other night. I missed it because I didn't realize 60 Minutes came back, so I watched it in its entirely last, entirety last night. I, like most Americans, a lot of people in the world, you know, you get back to your regular life and drift away from this story or that and forget uh, the reality of it. And watching 60 Minutes brought back the reality of what that perfectly first world developed people living like you and me country has been going through for the last year and a half. It's just amazing. And you watch President Zelensky, and it reminds me of um, that great movie they made about Lincoln and the pressures Lincoln was dealing with, you know, watching the citizens of your country die and wondering if you're going to win or not and can hold it together or if this is the end. And that's what you see on Zelensky's face. I mean, good God, it's brutal. Yeah, he, uh, he puts on a brave face, but then as they observed on 60 Minutes, then the darkness returns. Oh, I don't know how anybody keeps it together through this stuff. Let's hear a little bit more for him from him, and then I want uh, I've got some uh, other commentary around this whole topic with President Biden giving a speech today at the UN about the need for the world to continue to support Ukraine, and Zelensky's going to speak at the UN and our own Congress this week. But anyway, here's some more Zelensky on 60 Minutes. Can you give up any part of Ukraine for peace? Yeah. No. This is our territory. A week ago, I gave awards to parents of soldiers who have been killed. What should I tell them? That all of them died so that we could say, it's okay, Russia, you can take it all. You understand me, right? Giving awards to people whose faces show their whole world has collapsed? And all I can give them, all I can give them is victory. A little more on that strategy from Tom Friedman in the New York Times in a little bit, but here's more President Zelensky. 
Forget about the weather and the like. In places that we can't get through in an armored vehicle, let's fly. If we can't fly, let's send drones. We mustn't give Putin a break. Yeah, that was to the idea that the fighting season ends here soon, as soon as the rains come. And he said, forget about the weather. Um, And then this I thought was particularly good as a threat. They must know, if you cut off our power, deprive us of electricity, deprive us of water, deprive us of gasoline, you need to know, we have the right to do it to you. So this year, unlike last year, this winter, last winter, remember, Ukraine got its power shut off all the time and people were freezing and they had no water and it was pretty, pretty, pretty horrible living conditions. Not that they're not always horrible there in a lot of Ukraine, but he's saying this year we got the weapons, we got the drones, stuff that we didn't have last year. We're going to shut off your power. So that'll be an interesting thing to observe. I observed myself that in the last 48 hours as I've been taking this in, uh, a column from Tom Friedman in the New York Times, who's a super lefty progressive, and then a podcast I listened to with Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, who's a super conservative right-winger, agree wholeheartedly on this one topic of how important it is that Ukraine prevails. We continue to support Ukraine until the end. Now, some of you... Uh, buying the uh, the idea of Tucker Carlson pushes would be uh, in the camp of, well, that's because there's the permanent always-at-war Washington class that blah, blah, blah. I don't even quite know the end of that sentence. But um, I think Tom Cotton and, and Tom Friedman personally just have it right. As Tom Friedman wrote in the New York Times over the weekend, Ukraine is a game-changing country for the West, for better or for worse, and then goes through some of the reasons. He said this, and I think this is true. This is an obvious case of right versus wrong, good versus evil, as you will find international relations since World War II. We've had all these ambiguous, this is, this, you know, what side of this? Is this important? Should we be on this side or not? I don't think this one is at all a mystery. I think it's a completely clear cut. I'll pause for Joe Getty to jump in, so I'm not just speaking for the show. Uh, yeah, well, uh, that's fine. You can speak for yourself. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm struck by the number of false arguments that are trotted out by the pro-Russia crowd. Um, and make no mistake, a lot of, certainly not uh, all of, but a lot of the uh, anti-Ukraine aid folks are sympathetic to Russia. Um, some of you just think we're devoting a hell of a lot of treasure and armaments to what is essentially a lost cause, and we could use those treasure and armaments for ourselves. That is a perfectly reasonable point of view, and and one I'm more than uh, than happy to discuss. Um, but yeah, there's a, there is an uncomfortable amount of Russian propaganda that's being repeated in some right wing spaces. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. Well, to the, uh, you know, spending our uh, treasure, so far no blood, and hopefully it won't be, but to, to our treasure, Tom Cotton's argument would be, and uh, Tom Freeman agrees with him, is that allowing Russia to get away with this and going back to the idea of might makes right, and if you're big enough and powerful enough, you can just take whatever you want, would be such a degradation of the world order that we've benefited from. It's going to cost us so much more than we're spending on this. It's multiples. It's not even close, and I think that's absolutely true. A couple interesting... Oh, one thing Tom Cotton said, that, so he, he, he is really unhappy with how slow Joe Biden has been to get everything to Ukraine, especially given the fact that we end up giving it to him. 
So if we were going to give it to them anyway, why not give it to them on time when they can do any difference? And Tom Cotton quoted Douglas MacArthur, which I had never heard this. Douglas MacArthur, the great uh, war general, said, um, almost all military failures can come down to two words, too late. With Cotton making the argument, yeah, the offensive didn't work, the big counteroffensive would have if we had gotten the equipment to them in time so the Russians didn't have the chance to mine the fields and trench up and all that different sort of stuff too late. That's what does you in in military affairs. Uh, one interesting thing from Tom Friedman till I get before I get to the serious stuff, he was recently in Kiev, his first visit to that war zone since the battle began. And he um, he was introduced to an iPhone app. Oh, he goes through. This, I found this interesting too. He goes through how uh, 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 young and thriving a uh, a population they have in Ukraine. They're producing more engine. Well, they were before the war. Producing more engineers per year than France and Germany and England combined, or something like that. I mean, it's really some quite amazing stuff. Hmm. And uh, and how how technologically uh, forward they are compared to like Russia, for instance, and how they are destined to be a part of Europe and not a part of Russia unless Russia gets away with taking them, which is one of the reasons that Putin took them or is trying to take them. Anyway, he got this iPhone app called Air Alarm Ukraine. It's tied in with Ukraine's air defense system. And when an attack is imminent, it blares out a warning. Attention, air raid alert, proceed to the nearest shelter. But the voice is not Ukrainian. It's the baritone of Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker of Star Wars. Don't be careless, Hamill cautions. Your overconfidence is your weakness. That's interesting. Is um, that from the movies? Is that like a quote from the movie, or did he record this for the app? Well, I think he recorded it for the app, but I may have just assumed that. The app comes with a Ukrainian language setting as well, voiced by a woman, but according to an Associated Press article, some Ukrainians prefer to hear Mark Hamill because of how he punctuates the all-clear, the air alert is over, may the force be with you. Wow. I just thought that was interesting. That is um, interesting. But... Tom Friedman points out that uh, getting to the idea of does Ukraine let Russia keep some of the territory or not, that sort of thing, any kind of former, formal or informal ceasefire is possible. But what's impossible is this. Ukraine agreeing to any permanent or temporary end to this conflict without the promise of a NATO Article 5 security guarantee or some equivalent from the United States and Europe. Such a security guarantee would signal to exhausted Ukrainians, foreign investors, and the millions of Ukrainian refugees abroad that the war is basically over and Putin can't just rearm and reinvade without the U.S. and Europe defending Ukraine. Oh, you didn't think that was coming? That we'd just be able to share in Ukraine's victory? Walk away and leave an angry Putin licking his wounds? Sorry, but let me state this as bluntly as I can. No Western security guarantees for Ukraine, no end to this war. Which I think is probably true. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's been the problem with the idea of why don't you just give up the Donbass uh, and, and then we'll call it good. Uh, that's kind of what happened after Crimea. Right. And fool and, me and, twice, you know, shame on me. And we and the rest of the world did not give them a guarantee that if they come back in a couple of years and invade more of your country, that we'll come to your defense. And so they're not going to they're not going to do that again. And so that gets to the we're with it as long as it takes, which is the, by far stated a hundred times by our government, the current policy. Will that continue or not with the next president? I don't know. 
Well, and the question, this is hardly the first time this has been asked, is as long as it takes to do what? Not lose? Continue to blow, drain the uh, the Russian forces? To win? To wait till Putin's dead? To keep 10 square miles of Ukraine? As long as it takes to do what? Otherwise, that's just it's empty sloganeering. It's what I often characterize as greeting card rhetoric. Well, what would you uh, suggest the uh, until what be? Well, uh, number one, you got to get a time machine. I would like to think under the Joe Getty administration, we wouldn't be in this situation. Um, like Trump, and, and I'm no great defender of Trump, um, I would have suggested making infinitely clear what the Western response would be to an invasion. Uh, to the point that Putin thought, oh boy, that's going to be too high a cost. Um, on the other hand, he thought he had a three-day blitzkrieg, uh, including the retreat of most of the forces uh, Which, to get him back home. To make this point again, would have worked, probably, if Elon hadn't dropped his Starlink system in. So that's how close it was to all falling. Well, and the incompetence of the Russian forces and the fierceness of the resistance, too. But uh, I didn't remember. Was Starlink there at the very, very beginning? At the very beginning. Early days. Yeah. Mm. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, having it's a difficult question to ask because I think the missteps have been so many and so severe. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, my my uh, my second brother, I have one brother and he's enormously uh, respectable and, and upright. But if I had a second brother, a zippy who, you know, had a coke habit, your he was parents, a shoplifter. Did your parents tell you that if they had another kid, they were going to name him Zippy or are you just assuming? Uh, yeah, I just think it's a nice name, you know, huh. Zippy. Anyway, uh, so Zippy, my shoplifting, dope smoking, meth uh, inhaling, uh, ne'er do well brother gets out of prison and says, well, what would you do? How am I going to answer that question? Uh, let me think about it for a while. You've screwed up so badly. I don't know. Anyway, back to your question, uh, long enough to get Russia the hell out of Ukraine. So uh, some of the reporting is that McCarthy's having to get committee chairs to whip committee members to get enough Republicans to stay over 50% in terms of more Ukraine funding. I wonder if at what point, I've thought this since the beginning so far, it hasn't happened. I, I just have wondered at what point this becomes such a dividing political issue, like a real running on I'm for it or I'm against it. We're sure headed in that direction. And it might end the Democratic Party because their normal state is not pro-war. And you wonder if Biden's off the scene, if all of a sudden, and a Republic president is pushing, you know, for more aid for Ukraine, if all of a sudden a lot of the Democrats in this country don't all of a sudden flip on it. I don't know. Certainly could happen in the next year. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. 
Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is a guy that took the iPhone ringtone and turned it into a, pan, a piano recital. I don't understand what that means. I, I don't think a, a recital is a, a piece of music, but um, so he wrote a uh, essentially a piano. Yeah, let me play from the first few based bars. on the iPhone okay. ring. Yeah. Okay, so he just took that opening little riff and turned it into a... Okay, I got you. There you go. Fantastic. Not sure uh, he needed to do that, but it's, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, all we Americans pulled together and set a record yesterday. Want to talk about that coming up, so stay tuned. We should all be proud and disgusted. I got a question for you. Does anybody make a vacuum cleaner that doesn't suck, if you'll pardon the expression, anymore? I don't Ironic. know how many... I don't know how many of the top-rated Consumer Report expensive vacuum cleaners I bought, but they're all made of cheap plastic crap. They're all made... My mom's vacuum cleaner, she's probably still using the same vacuum cleaner from when I was a kid. It was like metal and really hard, rugged plastic, and it lasted forever, and now they're all weak, flimsy plastic crap. Even the $600 highly rated ones, they're all crap, and they break after a couple years. If anybody's got a decent vacuum cleaner they could recommend, please text me. 415-295-KFTC. Drives me nuts. Well, you got those $1,200 vacuums that are, are, you know, what you're describing. I'll buy that. If if it'd be good, I would buy that. But these... But the, 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 I'm, I'm not going to mention a brand because I don't want to get sued. But some of the, the most popular brands, they're crap. They're such thin plastic made in Chinese crap. That's one thing I hope with the di, the the dis dis. What is it called? The getting away from China dis. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the decoupling. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you're I, ranting like a mad like, man, like a lunatic. You've said it's crap over and over. In what way is it crap? Does it not remove dirt? Does it tend to break? That tends to break. The thin plastic crap always breaks. The little attachments attached. It works for a while, but it cracks and breaks because it's thin Chinese crap plastic. Oh, Oh, there's a hint of racism here. I don't. I'm not comfortable with it. Kid, it drives me nuts. 
So I hope the decoupling from China gets us away from the stuff that's made over there and is cheaper than... You know, Harley-Davidson had some really tough times. I don't know how they're doing right now. Uh, um, why don't you all start making vacuums as well as motorcycles? And, and what else? I don't know. Blenders. I want a big, thick, chrome Harley-Davidson vacuum cleaner. That's what I want. Katie should have jumped on her mic. She says, that's why it's a woman's job, because you men break everything. <laughs> yeah, brute. And it's crap. Uh, if you miss an hour, get the podcast. Hey, want to tell you about this record we set. It's very exciting. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. When it comes to China, I want to be clear and consistent. We seek to responsibly manage the competition between our countries so it does not tip into conflict. I've said we are for de-risking, not decoupling with China. No. That was Joe Biden at the U.N. I was hoping for the decoupling because of the cheap Chinese crap thing I've been complaining about for years. Don't trust China! And my broken vacuum cleaner. Um, De-risking, not decoupling. So, These small rhetorical distinctions matter. They don't so, matter. So this is one of my jihads, cheap plastic Chinese crap that we have all become addicted to, and it drives me crazy because it all breaks so fast. Um, like I've been, how long I've been using this toaster that the little front handle broke off because it was cheap plastic <laughs> Chinese crap, um, and the toaster costs like eleven dollars. Bring back expensive appliances. That's what I would like to be a slogan in the United States. Bring back expensive appliances, like our parents bought decades ago. You would invest some money in thing something that cost. A fair amount, but it lasted for a long time, and it was really good. So I just did the math. You were talking about uh, uh, an expensive vacuum cleaner. So a $1,000 vacuum cleaner now, I did my inflation calculator, in 1975 would have been a $181 vacuum cleaner. Can I imagine my parents saving to buy a $181 vacuum cleaner? Yes, I absolutely can. But now we still want, like, a $200 vacuum cleaner, even after all this inflation, and that's why we get cheap Plastic crap. It's crap.
it's crap? It's crap. I think it was probably in the 70s that I first heard the term planned obsolescence. Right. That became kind of a, a thing, as the kids say, a, a theme people discussed. The manufacturers realized, hey, if we build this like a brick outhouse, we're only going to sell one to you in your lifetime. Maybe two if we're lucky. On the other hand, if we cut the uh, longevity in half and give you 25% off, uh, according to our research, uh, consumers will buy it consistently. Even if it's crap and wears out. You're an out- is- you might be an outlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I clearly am. Yeah, because they were right. People will buy crappy stuff that breaks in a week rather than spend more money on something that would last for some reason. I don't know why. Um, well, I, with all due respect to your, uh, it'll break in a week, and some stuff does. Uh, again, I think it's it's a much more careful calculation than that. We will reduce the lifespan from twenty seven years down to a dozen, and give you a good warranty, um, and we'll cut the price by twenty five percent. Now you just got screwed because you lost fifty percent of its longevity, but people will sign on for that deal, and we make more money. Uh, yeah, so you're, uh, you're thinking like washing machines, dryers, that sort of stuff, yeah, which is absolutely goods. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking of like the toaster, which broke in a week. How many DVD players did I back buy back in the day that were like 40 bucks? And that little plastic tray <laughs> in them was like cellophane paper. I mean, it was yeah. just so yeah. crap. <laughs> well, I was just going to say in certain products, they have tested my premise to the point of absurdity. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's practically made of paper. Cheap CD players? They are. They're just so... That little thing that's supposed to hook on there when it closes, so it can... Yeah, that's going to last you like three days. But hey, it was only (laughs) 20 bucks, so why not? It's crap. It's crap? It's crap. Again, it is crap. Yes, we've agreed on that, sir. Thinking of of bigger numbers. I needed to check the text. If you got a vacuum cleaner, I don't care what the hell it costs. If you've got a vacuum cleaner that will continue to... My mom... I used to vacuum all the time. Katie, with your comments that men break everything. I used to vacuum all the time with my mom's vacuum cleaner with his kid. I don't remember it ever breaking anything on it, ever. And I was a kid, operating it like a child. It's a warm (sighs) memory. (laughs) Anyway, this is more important. So congratulations, America. Yesterday... And we had to pull together to do it. This is one thing that we came together on Republicans and Democrats. We might not see eye to eye on a lot of different topics, but we do see eye to eye on allowing the debt to grow and spending more money than we take it. We want a dollar sixty worth of government for the cost of a dollar. And we all agree on that. And yesterday we hit a U.S. national debt of $33 trillion for the first time. Wow. I remember when the national debt, well, I actually remember when budgets were balanced, but I remember when it hit a trillion dollars and what a tragedy that was seen as and and how other countries around the world said, I don't know if the American system is, is working anymore. Well, we showed them. We turned that $1 trillion into $33 trillion, saddling our children with a Mount Everest of increasingly expensive debt in a way that no other country on earth could do. USA! <laughs> USA! Even the New York Times points out that some federal spending programs that passed during the Biden administration are turning out to be more costly than previously projected. For instance, the Inflation Reduction Act 
which was estimated to cost about $400 billion over a decade. How is it? This is supposed to help Americans, and it's going to cost $400 billion. But I remember people pushing back against that, saying it's going to cost a lot more. Well, even the New York Times points out that the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business says it now will cost more than a trillion dollars. So they sold it to us at $400 billion as a cost. It's going to be a trillion, says the New York Times. Pandemic. You mentioned that in your uh, town there was a, a inflation reduction skateboard park. That, has has the skateboard park lowered inflation as far as you can tell? That one's actually the other quintillion dollar bill that they passed. What was that called? Build Back Better or something like that? I think so, yeah. So is that yeah. what, and this is federal money, so hey you in rural Arkansas... Thanks for paying for this new skateboard park in my really affluent California town where we could have afforded it ourselves if we decided we wanted to vote for it. But glad that y'all, with an, we have an average income of $25,000, are chipping in to help build my kid a skateboard park. What kind of system is that? Well, and it seems like an odd system because the federal government, of course, is, extracts a certain amount of that money just for its... It's working. It would seem much more cost efficient for towns to just build for themselves. Wow. Uh, New York Times also points out that pandemic era relief programs are still costing the federal government money. The IRS said last week that blah, blah, blah. They get into the whole this and that with uh, various uh, pandemic relief programs projected to cost $55 billion so far have cost the federal government $230 billion. In fact, the IRS has decided to freeze the program because they can't keep track of fraud and abuse. So the $55 billion program was 230 The 440 uh, Inflation Reduction Act became a trillion, or a, a whatever it was. Yeah, one trillion. And so because of all these various things, and there's more of them, the New York Times says we're now expected to top $50 trillion as a federal debt by the end of this decade, which is only six years and three months away. $50 trillion by the end of this decade. Wow. A lot of this is because of, and again, thank you to the New York Times for making this all clear, the interest on the debt, because interest rates finally went up, which we knew was inevitable. That's what's compounding it so quickly now. If you've ever had credit card debt, you know how quickly debt can compound at a high interest rate. Well, and interest rates have, what, quadrupled? Or, or close to it? Certainly and tripled. Not done yet. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. So if, my kids, so by the end of the decade, six more years, my son will be an adult then, and the other one just about. So I'll almost have two adults heading out into the world with a country that has a $50 trillion national debt. One of the my favorite uh, sayings, I do enjoy a good uh, turn of a phrase. Uh, one of my favorite sayings that you brought to us, I don't recall who you're quoting. It's probably, again, ancient wisdom, is that if something can't go on forever, it will stop. Uh, I wonder how this stops. It'll be uh, wild to witness. I just hope they don't, you know, come for savings and, you know, just everybody's living uh, lives of, of poverty and, and fright. Well, uh, yeah, I wonder about that, but like I said, I've said several times ever since I heard Yuval Levin write this or talk about it on his podcast, I think he's probably right. What's going to happen is that things are just going to be suckier and kind of in a way that you can't, that, that most people can't quite put their finger on it, but things will just be suckier. 
um, uh, productivity all across the country won't be as good as it would have been otherwise. Taxes will be a little higher. Programs will be a little worse. Everything will just be suckier for like the next century or until we fall apart because of this. Mm. And that's probably what's going to happen. There won't be some big reckoning and we've got to finally block. No, it'll just be sucky, slow and sucky and stagnant growth for decades to come. That's what wow. Yeah. Worst restaurants, businesses, products. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Worst government. Yep. Yeah. Everything not as good as it could have been. Well, this is depressing. Airports, roads, every, nothing military. Everything will be not as good as it could have been because we're paying off that incredibly high debt that we built up for no real good reason. Well, that it was a fine, fine and depressing screed, and we, we all thank you for bringing it to us. Um, <laughs> uh, Michael, I have the urge to hear clip number seven. This is comedian Jeff Die. Men and women aren't equal. I'm sorry if that hurts your little stupid ears. <laughs> We're not, we're not equal, because equal means the word same. We're not the same. In fact, that's my favorite thing about a woman, is that she's not a dude. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, that's well put. And then you have this trans quote unquote woman in clip 20. Trans women are women. That's the issue. Now, you can choose to not be okay with that. Yeah, that's your choice. But then you know what you can do? Not use public facilities. Wait till you get home. Only use single-stall restrooms. If it bothers you so much to possibly be in the bathroom with a trans person, if that bothers you that much, then wait till you get home. Yeah, yeah, that's going to go over well. Uh, ladies, how do you like that? Uh, one of my, I can't remember, James, I shouldn't quote, I don't remember who tweeted it, but some activist tweeted, trans women are women. And this person tweeted uh, in reply, hot dogs are dogs, hot dogs are dogs, hot dogs are dogs. Oh my God. Did I mention this on the air? Maybe I did, that we were driving down the road, my 11-year-old, and I looked out the window. I don't remember how we got on the topic of bike or something like that. I said, Is that, was that, was that a, a, a guy or a woman? And my 11-year-old said, you can't tell these days. And I thought, how do you have the world weariness of like a 70-year-old who's seen too much change in your lifetime when you're 11? Wow. You can't tell these days. Oh, it was Riley Gaines who tweeted that. Hot dogs are dogs. Okay. <laughs> she has. She comes from a place where she can say that. Uh, indeed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We got more texts about vacuum cleaners than you can possibly imagine. One inside scoop from somebody in the know on vacuum cleaners, don't buy canister vacuums. Only get vacuum cleaners that have a bag. That's the key. That's the secret. Okay, I'll look into that. Mm. Oh, we okay. also got uh, some anti-Harley smack. You suggested a Harley-Davidson uh, vacuum cleaner. Somebody said they tried making one once, but it was too expensive, too loud, and it leaked oil. That is very typical <laughs> anti-Harley smack as a guy who's ridden Harleys and other brands. And then the Harley rider would say, as I've seen these conversations, to the Goldwing rider, I understand that when you turn on the heated hand grips and the heated seats at the same time, the espresso machine shorts out. <laughs> so that's the kind of smack you hear about motorcycle riders. Wow. Well, Jack, breaking news. This is the beginning of the end of the Biden administration. I'm auditioning for uh, MSNBC since they flogged that sort of thing over and over. The first impeachment inquiry hearings into the Biden crime family will be next week. Very exciting. Next week. Yes. And, okay, so do they got, do we know, are they questioning some people or do they have, how's this, what's this going to look like? They're going to ask the questions that need to be asked of the people that they should be asked of. I don't have the slightest idea. I don't know. I'll look into it later. Um, I think they're going to drag this out more than this. They're going to be getting to it starting next week. I don't know. You have a hearing, then you, you, you exploit it for several news cycles, and then you dip back into it in a couple of weeks. But, man, you get it to the Senate, it ain't going to last long. Well, that could be months and months from now. You think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, you know, because the, the Trump impeachments went pretty fast, but they had a reason to want them to go fast. Right, in both cases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, it's it's funny that should come out because I wanted to touch on this just briefly. I leaned on Matt Taibbi's writing about that disgraceful 14-page uh, memo that went out from the White House on uh, how you need, here's how you need to report on the impeachment inquiry. Then all sorts of news outlets immediately enacted the White House's guidelines. Most slavish of all, perhaps, CNN, uh, the National Review's takedown of this is, is it's longish, but it's so entertaining because they point out that the so, the CNN's so-called fact check doesn't check any facts. It just <laughs> repeatedly expresses uh, the Biden administration's spin. I mean, f- for instance, um, 
A trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. CNN concedes once again that this is a true statement, but it still feels the need to go on for 200 plus more words protesting that the underlying allegation that the Biden family was given a bribe is totally unproven. Yeah, yeah, we know, but you're not checking any facts. That's really interesting. Uh, or, I, you know, this- and I, I find that happens a lot. You read stories and man, getting to the facts, it's tough. Yeah, eyewitness, quote, eyewitness have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. To this CNN response, McCarthy's claim omits key context about what was and wasn't reportedly discussed in the calls and dinners, etc. They didn't discuss business. Again, though, McCarthy didn't say Biden discussed business with his son's business partners. You're checking the facts of something that wasn't claimed. Right. So they're merely advocating. So, all right, not a shock. Final thoughts with A-N-G. Wow. I love that. Oof. So limp. That's when a, when a John Davidson could rule the charts. Speaking of 1975. <laughs> Google Let's it, get, kids. Let, Google it or don't. Let's get the news now with Joe Getty. Our final thoughts either way. Uh, sorry, How about sorry, sorry. Uh, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, a final thought? Yeah, my vacuum recommendation, Jack. My wife and I bought a shark from Costco, and it's been real good for us. A shark? A shark. I believe How we own at least one though? shark as well. Did well, you get it had, when you got married? No, we've had about a year and a half now. That's, that's not long enough. A vacuum. I want a vacuum cleaner that lasts 20 years. Wow. All right. Well, it's, it's, unless you bought a vacuum 20 years ago, you're not allowed to uh, recommend one to Jack. That's interesting. Uh, Katie, a final thought for us. I'm in the middle of a two-part dentist situation. I had oh. the first half done yesterday, and the next half is next Wednesday. I'm getting laughing gas next Wednesday. I was the biggest baby. No offense to our dentist listeners, but God, I just hate it. <laughs> no offense to our dentist listeners. I don't think that's ever been spoken on the show before. <laughs> Yeah, I got a dermatologist thing today. I'm just thrilled about that. Hey, Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, speaking of the dentist, my son went to the dentist yesterday and got a bunch of teeth uh, done, uh, cavities filled and stuff like that, and they gassed him up. Is that a common thing for cavities? Do they usually gas you up? I've never had a cavity filled, so I didn't know that they did that. No, not generally. They gas you up? They gassed him up. Yeah, they gas you up, uh, Katie? Quested, it's a joy. Can I can uh, get one of those it? to go as well? Is that a thing? <laughs> to go. <laughs> uh, my final thought is, I love this headline, the National Review, speaking of the National Review, John Fetterman makes the U.S. Senate safe for disgraceful slobs. Tell the dentist, how about another little shot for the road, huh? I mean, come on now. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. That is the climax of foolishness. There's still an opportunity for us to do the right thing. Um, Are you sure of that, dude? Well, absolutely. Okay. Let's go out with a bang. I believe, and I don't mean to bring everybody down. I really don't. Well, maybe you didn't mean to bring everybody down, but then you said things like that. So what do you think that did to this party? (laughs) It probably brought them down. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 